This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, good afternoon. It is our Open Lines program, and we hope you'll join us with whatever is on your mind, as is our our usual MO here on KGMI Connects. Our phone number, 360-676-5464. Whatever is on your mind, we want to hear from you. And we got a couple of callers already ready to go, so let's just not waste any time. And uh, Tim and Everson has some thoughts on <laughs> President Biden's dog that... Uh, he seems to have had a had had bad luck with these with these dogs that uh, have not been friendly to everyone that comes around them. No, first major got kicked out. Yeah, and now we've got commander with his eleventh victim, and uh, I think ten of those previous victims were between uh, the previous October and this present January. Uh, and and I don't get it. I don't get how uh, that dog can get away with biting so many people. And I and I don't really blame it on the dog. Okay. Okay. I've had, I think I've had twelve dogs because I wrote them down, and I might have forgot one. I have three now. Okay. And one of those three, I've been bitten twice by my dog in my life. In 50 years of having dogs, uh, I've been bitten twice. Once was breaking up a dog fight over food, and the other time was I got this rescue dog that I currently have, and I was scraping some beef scraps into her bowl. I didn't know she was there, and that one cost me. But well, that was just that other- was just you were collateral damage, right? She was going for the beef scraps. <laughs> You were just no, in the way. No, no, no. She thought she thought I was going for. Oh, her oh okay, okay. I kind of missed your your phone broke up there for a moment, but okay. So she thought you were trying so, to grab the scraps back out of her dish. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and in any other state, in any other county, in any other city, a dog that would have bitten that many people would have been gone. The dog's only two years old. And and I don't get it because, you know, there's a saying, there's no bad dogs, there's just bad owners. And to a certain extent, that's true. But I don't know either, about that, but... <laughs> you either have an irresponsible owner or you have a dog that's in an environment it shouldn't be in. That's what I, it seems like that's more the case that, uh, there are a lot of people around. It's, you know, the, the white house can't be the best situation for an animal to be in. I, well, I how think, many people but, have to get bit? Yeah. How many know. people have to get bit before a change is made? Well, yeah. Like you said, the other dog got uh, moved out. Uh, major was, uh, had his own biting incidents and, uh, was sent to live with some friends, some family friends. And then Commander came as a puppy, and so I yeah, yeah maybe I don't puppy. know the stressy, stressful situation there, but right. he was a present from his brother, and and I just think that it's and you know what it can't be fun for the dog if this is going on it can't be fun for the dog yeah 
Yeah. And like you say, yeah, if the dog is lashing out at this this rate, it's got to be stressed and, yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, Tim. There you go. All right. Yep. All right. You'd bring it out with a little, you know, a little, little pet talk. Let's go to Jim in Seattle. We usually make Jim wait too long, so let's get him right out of the gate here. Hi, Jim. Oh, hi, Joe. How are you doing? Today? Doing all right. Can I hear you? I can hear you. Yeah. What's on? What's in your mind? Hear me? Okay. Yeah. Well, I've been reading uh, "Secrets, Lies, and Democracy" by Noam Chomsky. I'll do this quickly. Okay. The result of a uh, considerable increase in equality and inequality is an increasing crime rate as well as other signs of social disintegration, people are very worried and quite properly because the society is becoming very dangerous. So a constructive approach to the problem would require dealing with its fundamental causes, but that's off the agenda because we must continue with a social policy that's aimed at strengthening the welfare state for the rich. And that's uh, like, uh, what's he talking about? What planet is he on? Well, you got to read more uh, Michael Parenti and, and uh, Noam okay. Chomsky and the left peoples that aren't allowed on. And so I also looked up the average wage index was a pretty close for uh, Trump uh, and Biden and uh, Obama sandwich. He was sandwiched in there those four years. So it's not like the wages magically went up because of his populism, so-called populism, you know, which is a fraud. And uh, and the guest on Dennis Prager just a few minutes ago, a woman was on there. No knock against women. They're fine. But it was a woman just for identifying. She says it depends on what's being indoctrinated, the school system that she's talking about. So we got to teach our the things we want to have taught, you know, like the Christian down in Florida, trying to censor books and all that kind of stuff. So I just point out before, they probably don't want Smedley Butler didn't rape Central America, uh, which was in a book uh, I've read it a few times. And also in 1902, the, uh, the San Francisco Argonauts pronounced that we want the Philippines, we don't want the Filipinos. So just to show how real nice we always are. And I'm not speaking for all Americans because most Americans are uh, troubled, I think, with the direction everything's going. It's just who gets to uh, blame who for the cause and uh, whatever. I I, I think there's room for constructive, uh, positive things too, but uh, a lot of it does go on the blame game and all that. So anyway, uh, I'll stay here. And uh, if you want me to wrap it up, I've already wrapped it up. I'll thank you for letting me talk. All right. uh, if you if you have anything else you want to say or challenge me, I'll wait for it or you, your decision. Oh uh, well, I you know as I mean, you kind of covered a lot of ground there, but um, yeah, I think as far as the the you know increase in wages, that seems to be have have been really just a, a local uh, movement that then spread. I mean, the the federal um, minimum wage has not budged. Uh, it's not hasn't been a, a an effort in Washington, D.C. by anybody to, well, I mean, there have been a few advocates who have spoken out, but, I mean, as far as the president or in, in any administration or um, or Congress that have really made taken concrete steps to increase that, it's been in uh, in, in states or in uh, in cities that uh, where the uh, minimum wage has been increased. And Yes, and, Joe. Yeah. We're talking about the average wage index, not just the minimum wage. And it also actually went right. down on the survey when Obama, you know, the Great Recession, that night, 2008 and 9, I think it was, 
they actually declined, whereas most of the time it went up like $1,000 and then $2,000. The point I was making was uh, Trump wasn't anything so extraordinary great. It was basically the same as the Obama and uh, okay. Biden. It, and so, right. you know, for fans of Donald Trump, because he's a businessman, well, you know, Michael Prenny points out if we're going to run it like a business, the, gun, the country, uh, the government, then what about the 50,000 firms that go bankrupt every year? So. All right, Just Jim. Okay. Food for thought. Thanks for letting me on. You bet. Appreciate it. And I. Okay. Well, we'll leave it at that. Let's go to Jack and Everett. Hey, Jack. Hey, just to close out the uh, president's dog uh, conversation, if Hunter Biden would quit feeding cocaine and quit biting. <laughs> the, the, the the dog got into the into the cocaine. There, you, you're saying? Oh, without a doubt. Okay. All right. That, instead of yeah, instead of uh, cocaine bear, we got uh, cocaine White House dog. Okay. So the question I have for you about the border, and maybe you can answer this question: Why do we have such a problem at the southern border, and we have to weld the gates open, but we don't have a problem with the northern border? And uh, there's a disparity. You claim that there has to be something done, I guess, for the less fortunate of. South America and Central America, but we don't have to do anything for the people that would like to get here from North America. I'm, I'm confused about uh, your conversation that you had earlier this week with regards to the border. Okay. The border. Well, I, I don't know. I think um, it's, it kind of kind of goes without saying to a degree i mean there there's a there's a land bridge from you know, from a number of countries that are um you know impoverished to the south and uh, we could didn't get you couldn't get, hear you that well that there jack but jack's asking why i think there we have trouble at the southern border rather than at the northern border with canada I, that's kind of uh self-explanatory although we just had a recent incident where uh, there was a a human smuggler caught uh, trying to, you know, get people across the border right here in Whatcom County. So it does happen, not to anywhere near the degree it happens on the southern border. But um, and I, I mean, this is an issue that uh, that is coming to our doorstep. It's not something. Well, you could say because we are a prosperous nation and um, and seem to be a, a, a place where there is opportunity. For pretty much anybody, and we talk about that all the time as Americans, and we're proud of that. But others see that as well, and so we're we're an attractive, um, you know, an attractive destination for people who are in bad straits when they feel they have nothing else, and maybe that there is an opportunity here. However, they can get here, and um, I mean, this goes back, I, I mean, generations. Really, I was I was on a trip. Um, uh, I played in an orchestra back when I was not long out of college, back in the 80s, and I uh, had an opportunity. We toured down in the, the Caribbean. We were down in Jamaica, and um, young people there were you know, begging us to take them, take them with us, to come, take us back, take me back to the United States. Uh, this is not something that's just happened. It's been going on and on and on, and people are looking to us for opportunity, and um, and and they see others making the trip and having some success, and um, and whether they come legally or not. But uh, 
it's it's a reality that is brought to us that's at our doorstep and uh so it's one that we have to deal with and figure out how we're going to do it and just uh pointing fingers and and blaming and and a bunch of rhetoric empty rhetoric isn't going to fix the problem or in, in any way, shape, or form. We'll take a quick break. Be back with more. We got uh, Rich, we got uh, John, we got Michael, and uh, we'll hear from you hopefully here on KGMI Connects. Whatever's on your mind, as always. Western Solar installs Panasonic solar panels with the longest and most comprehensive warranty in the industry that includes all labor and replacement material for 25 years. Only a handful of contractors in the entire Pacific Northwest have been able to meet Panasonic standards to qualify for their triple guard warranty. Western Solar is the highest category of installer within Panasonic's program. Western Solar is locally owned and operated, and they strive to go above and beyond to make sure their customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. Western Solar was great to work with. I recommend them to anyone looking to get solar. They were the only installers that came out and took specific gauge readings of my roof and power situation. They gave detailed information on my options and the tax break I could receive. They were also very quick to respond with my questions and needs for my system. Thinking about solar? Call Western Solar. They're your local experts with over 2,000 residential and commercial installations for over 20 years. Schedule your free estimate online at westernsolarinc.com. Sold to bidder 126. The November Consignment Equipment Auction at Meridian Equipment in Laurel is scheduled to begin on October 28th. The auction will be held online. Consignments are now being taken until the auction commences on October 28th. Meridian Equipment selling and servicing new and used farm and light industrial equipment for over 70 years. Open weekdays from 8 to 5 and Saturdays from 8 till noon on Guide Meridian in Laurel. Visit meridianeq.com today to consign your equipment for the November auction. Bellingham's Climate Action Week is happening now. Join the Bellingham community through Saturday for a week of fun and informative events for all ages. Throughout the week, you can join guided walks, test electric bikes, watch performances and film showings, check out tide pools, ride the bus for a good cause, and learn about solar, salmon, wildfires, green buildings, and much more. Bellingham's Climate Action Week wraps up at an all-ages closing celebration at the downtown waterfront and Coulson Trackside this Saturday from 3 till 7. Enjoy a circus act, an interactive kids' learning zone, live music, educational booths, and more e-bike demos. A variety of food vendors will have food and drinks available for purchase in the adjacent Portal Village and Cultion Beer Garden. Climate Action Week, now through Saturday. For a full list of events, visit cob.org forward slash Climate Action Week. Climate Action Week brought to you by the City of Bellingham. Find out more at cob.org forward slash Climate Action Week. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Wednesday. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going today, Joe? Doing well, doing well. We talk about the border a lot, and the only thing that's changed in the last couple decades is that these people know they can get in without going through the normal process. They know they'll just get right in. They're going to be, you know, get a fake court date for a courthouse that's not built yet, and a judge that's not elected yet, you know, five, six years in the future. And then they're home free. They can go into whatever place they want, and they are a burden on us because think of all the bus tickets we're, we're spending money on every single day. Instead of bus tickets, why don't we have judges that can immediately adjudicate their quote-unquote asylum case? People have always wanted to come to the United States ever since, yeah. Uh, ever since probably World War II, 
You know, they well, really want to come here. Well, but before that. Maybe before. I mean, yeah, but in a My ancestors scale, came in the middle of middle, mid-1800s. Um, you know, right, there was opportunity right. here. Right, but more so since World War II, when, especially Europeans, because we went in there and did some good stuff for them, and they're like, hey, let's go to that country. But we, we just let them in. We circumvent the normal process. All we got to do is enforce the laws we have, and all those people come across the river say, nope, go back across the river and go to the border station and get in line. I don't know why they can't just go to a border station. What is this thing about crossing the river? In, it's just stupid. And it costs a lot of money. They spend, what, 10, 15 grand for a coyote to bring them there? Why not just wait in your own country and, you know, spend whatever it costs for permits and paperwork? I mean, it takes years to legally immigrate. Yeah. yeah. But it's got to be cheaper than 15000 It's got to be less risky. And, you know, a lot of these people, you see pictures, they're not skinny. There are actually kind of chunky people in those pictures of people coming over the border. So the asylum claim is totally stretched beyond reasonableness. Well, no, so, does reasonable. somebody have to be a walking skeleton to be an asylum seeker? Now, I and, I, and you're right. I mean, uh, but, but I mean, and I'm not excusing uh, people who would cross the border illegally, but uh, I mean, there's no process for them to actually emigrate. They're, they're, oh, yeah, you know, they, oh, totally, Joe, Joe, that's no, they, such a lie. No, they would not be, they would not be allowed into the country because they wouldn't be seen as, as, having skills or what have you there's not a there's not a other than like uh, guest worker programs there's not a a route for someone who is an untrained or un quote unquote unskilled worker to come here doesn't that mean they're a burden if they're an unskilled worker well no i mean they have nothing to contribute because many of them are many of but they when they come they do work they do much of the manual labor that uh legally right because they don't have a right to work they don't have papers or they have fake papers. Uh-huh. But so, I'm not, once again, I'm not excusing point. it. I'm saying that that's part of the reason that they don't go through proper channels because there's not a proper channel for them to because take. Well, because they don't qualify. And the idea is they're cheating and cutting in line. When, well, they're not I've cutting in line because yes. someone who is in the, pro, in the legal process to become a citizen or, or to legally emigrate. They get in line. They, they, don't, they can they, do the paperwork. Well, sure, but they're not jumping in ahead of anybody because they're not following the process. They're outside of the process. You know, it's like if you're standing in if you're standing in line. Okay, about it, they can get in line and do the paperwork like everybody else. That's how the world works. Right, right. But see, I'm just answering, I'm trying to answer your 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 premise here in that there isn't a, a route for them to take i mean they could go and say hey i want to immigrate to the united states i say well what do you have to Joe, offer the united states that in the, the through the official okay channel not a, okay it's rich, okay that there's rich. not a it's okay that there's not a route for them that's okay, okay all we right. do not well, that's owe what the world. i know i know we but i'm do I'm, not owe the world to fix every problem for every know, human on this planet. I know, Rich, but we have, but we do have a need for. Uh, obviously, our 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 economy has a need for these workers that will work in the fields, that will that will work many of these uh, hard labor, menial jobs. I mean, I, I uh, they, we've got um, growers here in our illegal. state who can't find people to go in and pick their crops because well, because the people who born well, here, Americans born here, Joe, are generally far lazier than those immigrants. Well, I could go pick and do hard work. You could do it too, but we will not do it. I don't. There's yeah, many I people mean, who could do it, and I, it will not happen because we refuse. Because 
Well, we you and I are, you and I are, you and I are, I don't know, not entitled. I mean, I've got a job. I'm employed. Right. And, and but we, you know, much of our workforce is food? employed. Huh? What's more important than food? Why wouldn't we have some mandate that says, hey, we got to pick our crops and grow our food and we shouldn't so we be buying a, food from other countries? We could have a, yeah, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, like a draft. You have to, or you have to spend a year out of, uh, after you go to school, you have to spend a year or two in the, in the fields. But uh, like mandatory, uh, you know, some countries have mandatory military service. But thanks, Rich. I, I want to give other folks a chance here. Let's go to Ed over on Samish Island. Hi, Ed. Or down on Samish Island, I should say. Hello, Joe. Thank you, you for bet. giving me a chance. Uh huh. I want you to put two words together, okay? Okay. Those words are cheap labor, much like prison labor, slave labor, child labor. Capitalists will do anything not to pay help. I think that explains the southern border. Yeah. Well... And, and, Are you agreeing? Well, I. It's hard to Careful. say no. I mean, and I, I mean, if we're, but if we're, you know, we have to then uh, get to get used to paying a whole lot more for food, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, if we're going to pay people an honest wage, which we need to to do the hard work that they're doing in the fields, then uh, you know it's going to cost us more. But uh, that's. Have you ever heard of Caesar Chavez? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He, he made damn sure. That cheap labor didn't get over the border, right? I think that was probably not a bad idea if you're a worker. Uh huh. Anyway, that's me and my big mouth. That's okay, gap. no Ed. I appreciate <laughs> you. you. Appreciate your input, but I mean, because and I guess you're kind of saying too that um, I mean, employers are involved in this. It's. Uh... I'm saying that. All right. Yeah. And, and I don't think Bye, it Joe. can be denied. Thanks, Ed. Appreciate it. Let's go to uh, John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Great show. Um, it was listening yesterday, and uh, Rich was talking about, oh, you know, the, the whole thing with the shutdown and, you know, like with the border issue, this is something that the Republicans do just so that there will be controversy and uh, everyone in conniption fits, you know, over the over the border. But they won't do comprehensive border, you know, policy reform, you know, so we can finally do something with DACA and stuff. But yesterday, Rich said said something just just crazy, like, "Look how these politicians look. They're they're willing to inflict pain on you." It's like, yes, we know you're Republicans. That's what you do. It's Republicans who shut down the government, not Democrats. You know, and and uh, this this uh, you know Michael from from Lyndon. He called in yesterday about you know, and really, Joe. The next time he says this, you got to call him on it. Oh, thirty cities were burned to the ground. Where? Well, which. I mean, name one I've heard that, that many times. Completely burned to the ground. It, and, it's a lie. I've, I've heard that from many, many folks, not just Michael, but uh, many folks. They're burned to the ground. Yeah, and I, I had did not see the cities burned to the ground. I, I saw some. You know, definitely, we all saw stores that were looted, uh, glass smashed, and uh, there were some police vehicles in Seattle that were set on fire. Uh, probably yeah. some vehicles in other cities that were set on fire, but cities were not burned to the ground. Um, but and I'm once again not excusing yeah. that unrest either. That those were those were crimes that were committed by people. And if 
And there have been a number of people who were arrested and, and prosecuted for what they found in Seattle during those riots. Um, you also had a caller call in at the top of the show yesterday, and he said he was all so concerned about left-wing uh, uh, lynch mobs. And yeah. it's like, what are you talking about? I mean, most of the, the liberals that I know, I mean, it, it's just, it's preposterous. On January 6th, you guys, the Trump supporters, brought an actual gallows to January 6th and constructed it right there, I guess, waiting for for Trump, who, who uh, you know, was like perfectly fine. Well, got to hang Mike, Mike Pence because, you know, he did betray me. Mr. President, they're, they're going to kill him. Well, he betrayed me. I mean, you know, Mr. Trump himself is 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 uh, is the one behind all of this stuff. And I'm just I'm so glad that New New York uh, uh, gave the the corporate death penalty to the Trump organization today. And I feel like they they like it's it's all about that that stuff where he inflates his property values for for uh, uh, lenders. And lowers it. I mean, by by factors of a hundred, you know, he's such. That's the thing. He's such a crook, Joe. And we couldn't prosecute him while he was president because of that Department of Justice rule that you can't go after a sitting president. That's why he can never be president again. And he will never be president again. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens in uh, the coming year. And uh, I. We're just getting a taste of it now. We'll take a quick break. Be back with more. We do have Michael on the line, and we'll hear from you, too, I hope, here on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. At Carpet Liquidators, our warehouses are full of brand-name carpet and flooring, like Mohawk Smart Strand Forever Clean. During September, to help us support National Preparedness Month, purchase any flooring product and we'll donate 10% on select retail sales to Northwest Disaster Search Dogs and Cascadia Search Dogs. 10% to help train search and rescue dogs to find the lost and missing. Carpet Liquidators, locally owned since 1988 with seven Western Washington locations. And now open in Lacey. If you are looking for individual health insurance or health and party drug plans to go with your Medicare, give us a call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal from Vibrant USA. Finding information on the insurance plans available to you and your family can be confusing and frustrating. The knowledgeable, friendly agents at Vibrant USA are here to help you sort through the chaos. There is never a charge for our services, so call now at 866-733-5111. With more ways than ever to connect to news and entertainment, 90% of new car buyers want the tried-and-true AM-FM radio option. Gadgets are great, but when you're behind the wheel, you just want that local connection that you can't get from online apps. Local radio is dependable and free, with no subscription or cellular data required, and no fumbling with a separate device. Visit wearebroadcasters.com and tell us how you depend on AM radio stations like KGMI, and how you want AM included in your next new car the latest local news and important topics of the day from the west mechanical studio harness the power of the sun reduce your carbon footprint and save on your energy bills you can now go solar with west mechanical heating air conditioning and electrical get the latest news and information 24 7 with kgmi news talk 790 96.5 fm in bellingham and kgmi.com 
We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Thanks for being with us here on this Wednesday afternoon. Let's go to Michael in Linden. Hi, Michael. Yo, how are you? All right, doing well. Good, good. I'm so glad to call right after John, like always. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're actually talking about immigration and the border. Um, I agree with a lot of what Rich and Ferndale said, and I hopefully I can articulate it in a little bit uh, better way. Okay. So I'm going to ask you right up front, some of the proposals the Republicans are making, and this came from Representative Matt Gates in Florida, one of my favorite congressmen, okay. and he says it's up to the Democrats to make a decision. They're either close and enforce the border, reenact Trump's remain in Mexico policy, right, where they wait in Mexico for their asylum cases to be heard, not here in America where we're paying for it, or fund the government. So Republicans are willing to sign off on the budget and sign it all off if Biden will enforce the border and close the border. Now, here's what people don't understand. What Trump did with immigration is what the president is sworn to do when he's sworn in by the Supreme Court justice when he has his hand on the Bible, and that is to enforce the laws and the Constitution. All Trump Uh did was enforce the current immigration laws that were passed by Congress previously that are on the books. These weren't followed by President Obama. He's the one that created DACA and the Dreamer problem, okay, and these other people. So, DACA was just ruled, again, unconstitutional by a federal judge, and President Biden rules instead by executive orders. And even Biden himself has admitted somebody who rules by executive order is a tyrant. No, Donald Trump issued—this was an executive order, the the wait in Mexico order. And and that order was was issued as as a response to uh, the, uh, the pandemic. Um, and it was the Title 42. And once the, the pandemic was declared over, then, as I understand it, then it was uh, then that that rule was vacated. Now, I and I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, yeah. And but, so would you what would you do if it was, you know, a decision between, hey, but now but I think you're being disingenuous if you're saying that make that the only the, the only demand of, of the, you know, uh, that of conservative Republicans in, in uh, the House who are demanding this. That's not their only demand over the— Matt over Gates the, said, the, Matt that, Gates just said on TV. Well, Matt yeah. Gates, but the, then they have to have the votes to go along. I mean, the, the demand has been $100 billion in in cuts to social programs. So that, That's a different— uh, No, that's, that's a different negotiating one. Well, that, Matt Gates went on TV and said, "If they will just agree to take away those Biden executive orders and close the border, we will sign off on the current budget." The but way what does want. what does close the border mean? Not allow anyone across? I mean, because the, we have lots of uh, there's lots of trade right. that goes I believe, across. I believe they want to. I believe they want to bring back the Remain in Mexico policy, the way it was under the Trump years, those, the way the border was handled at that time. Correct. Okay. Well, so what what would your decision be if you had to choose between the two? Either I want to fund the American government, or it's more important to me to keep that southern border open. And the reason Democrats want to keep it open, we already know, they're trying to propose and pass legislation that would allow these illegal immigrants to vote. Oh, come on. That is the oldest. It's already in the, they've already proposed it. It's in the For the People Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. It's already in there. 
So don't tell me okay. they're not trying to do it. Okay. So that's that. That's you know that's the only reason they want uh, folks to come here undocumented is to build their voter base. Is that absolutely? That's, uh, that's the oldest oldest uh, just. A saw I've heard and then this whole thing. I mean, go, go, if that go. was the, if, if that's the, decision, if that was the case, they're fat people, and happy. Now, come on, Michael. Okay. If, if these people had a decision between voting for somebody that says, "Hey, stay here and we'll give you two thousand three dollars of stuff every month," right. or there's another candidate that says, "Hey, we're going to send you back home where you belong." Which but, one do you think they're going to vote for, but, Joe? But come Democrats on. have never, <laughs> never made an, a move to to make uh, social programs available to those uh, who, people. Yeah. Who are here they illegally. Have drivers they have not. Well, driver's license is one thing, but but not that's that's a that's a, a document. That's not food assistance or rental assistance or any any other kind of financial assistance. Driver's license, yeah. I think, makes sense because if then you know legislation proposed to help them. It's if, always from if, Democrats. If someone is here uh, and uh, legally or not, and they drive, I think it it makes sense that they have a driver's license because without a driver's license, they can't get car insurance, and if they don't have insurance, they don't have a license means they don't know the rules of the road and they don't and they're not ins- an insured driver i i want and people we, out we there just, to be insured they run into me i want just, them to know what they're doing and, and to have insurance. Had this conversation a few days ago my girlfriend had a car she was hit by an undocumented illegal immigrant at the intersection right here in linden on, right. on guide marina and bridge bay pull linden road her car was totaled. She was had to go to the hospital for some cuts and bruises. Okay. Um, so she had to endure all her medical bills and the loss of her vehicle, which only had collision insurance. You know, it didn't have, you know, and she was the one that was hit. And like they told her, there's nothing you can do. How are you going to sue them? They're here illegally. They're a driver if they if they are then I mean otherwise then you're then it's an uninsured driver and she has yeah. likely has uninsured driver and uh, you know policy but and how do you know how do you know this person was undocumented how where did the did she ask officer, for their papers the police officer yeah because the police officer went there the both cars were completely totaled okay so the police officer asked the other driver to whether what their immigration right. status you know, was let me get your driver's license and your insurance information I don't have a driver's license I don't have insurance. So I'm not, okay. you know, well, there, ha- there you have it. it. It's like, okay, Maybe hey, if, you know, we can't call ICE because I'm, I'm sorry. made a rule where we can't call well, ICE. Well, I'm sorry for the a nice day, and he walks away from it, I'm, and she incurs but, all these bills. Well, Michael, I'm sorry. I'm Okay, Michael, I'm sorry for this woman's misfortune, but there you have it. If the guy had an, a driver's license, maybe he would have had insurance. I and, I don't know. He's probably... We'd say, you know, stay in the shadows, hide away, as, as what uh, what policy says. I'll be frank. I'm I don't lose sleep over the border. I don't lose sleep over immigration. I don't. My life has not been affected by people here illegally, and maybe I'm. Uh, you know, if if I were, if if I were robbed, it wouldn't make a darn bit of difference how the person got here into my neighborhood or into my country. It wouldn't I wouldn't care. I'd be upset, obviously. Someone ran into my car. I wouldn't care where they were from, if they were from down the street or from Pluto. I wouldn't care. It would still be a drag on my on my world. But I I don't lose sleep over the the border. I I, I honestly don't. And I would ask you, how have you been affected personally by illegal immigration, or whatever you want to call it? Um, I I suspect most of us haven't even been touched by it at all.
Um, but anyway, let's uh, thank you, Michael. Let's go on to Lou and Linden. See what Lou's got up in, up his sleeve. Hi, Lou. Howdy, Joe. Yeah, the uh, as I'm sure you know, Fox is going to broadcast a Republican debate tonight. Uh huh. And I've been watching some of the uh, lead up. Uh, it's in about 50 minutes, and they they are actually pushing Ron DeSantis and Rivik Ramaswamy um, really hard. You know, they're showing their families and uh, highlighting all their great accomplishments, yada yada. And as you know, Trump is not going to be at the debate, uh-huh. and it's, so it looks to me like Fox is all in with uh, Ron DeSantis and Ravi Ramaswamy, or hmm. not, they're they're not supporting Trump. And uh, I think the lockdowns that are coming, Joe, with another if another virus comes out and our government tries to impose vaccinations and mask covering and lockdowns. I think that will boost Ron DeSantis's standing in the polls and give him a big lift because, as you know, Ron DeSantis, way back in September of 2020, opened the schools. And he got all kinds of criticism for that, saying how he's threatening a mass death from COVID plague. And, well, it turns out Ron DeSantis was right. The people in Florida were doing great and happy and not living under a police state fascistic government like we did in New York and New Jersey and California, where the uh, powers that be were trying to arrest people for meeting in churches, which never happened in America before, for running on the beach, (laughs) running on the beach, Joe. Nobody was arrested for going to church. Oh, good golly. Some states, yeah, Joe, you got... Big trouble if you defy uh, the authorities, because we're trying to grab. Because they were super spreader events, Lou. People, they, they, we had what half a pe- dozen people died be- from a from a choir rehearsal in a church down in Skagit County. I mean, this stuff happened. It wasn't make believe. Well, yeah, I'm, I support educating the people about the dangers. That's fine. Okay. And if you want to get masks, if you want to, but to have government impose these things is the pathway to totalitarianism. For a limited num- amount of time, I mean, it's over. I mean, it's not still going on, and the government didn't try to impede your movement in any way other than uh, just to keep this thing from spreading. It didn't. I, I, I don't know this whole this whole uh, uh, narrative. Ron DeSantis that, opened up Florida. Ron DeSantis yeah, he opened did, up he, Florida, he did and as, that's why. But Florida that's had why. Florida had one of the higher death rates from COVID, and one of the higher infection rates from COVID. No, uh, not nearly as high as New York and Washington State. I'll bet you anything. No, Washington State had one of the lowest. But Lou, I've got to. I want to take a break. I got other folks on the line, and uh, we'll get to them and. Uh, a lot of folks want to talk about immigration. We'll, we'll have more here in just a moment here on KGMI Connects. We'll hear from Rob, Eric, and Jim, and we'll be able to squeeze a call in from you, too. 
Enjoy your retirement at Meadow Greens, a retirement community offering warm, welcoming, independent, and assisted living apartments. Located on a premier golf course in beautiful Linden with panoramic views of green rolling hills and snow-capped mountains, Meadow Greens offers a fitness center, wellness programs, tailored social and recreational activities, and complimentary unlimited golf play with cart at Homestead Golf Club. Apartments with full kitchens are available, offering the freedom of eating in or enjoying a more social meal at the Outward Nine Restaurant or the Duck Hook Bistro. Then relax with a glass of wine with friends or cozy up next to the fireplace with a good book in the library lounge. Meadow Greens can also be of help when it's time to transition from an independent apartment to assisted living. Call Meadow Greens today to arrange a private tour at 354-8200 and online at meadowgreenslinden.com. The grass is always greener at Meadow Greens. If you are looking for individual health insurance or health and party drug plans to go with your Medicare, give us a call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal from Vibrant USA. Finding information on the insurance plans available to you and your family can be confusing and frustrating. The knowledgeable, friendly agents at Vibrant USA are here to help you sort through the chaos. There is never a charge for our services, so call now at 866-733-5111. Taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Right back to the phones we go, and uh, Rob in Edgemore joins us. Hi, Rob. Hello, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Hey, just a quick shout-out to Michelle. I really enjoy listening to her. I can tell she's very well-traveled. Okay. Thank you, Michelle. Anyway, here's my story. I grew up. Inland from Santa Maria, central coast of California, on a 3,000-acre farm. My dad was a foreman for 30 years. And back in the late 60s, early 70s, it was getting hard to find anybody that would work on the farm. So my dad hired these three illegals, and uh, they lived with us in our house. And they were the most honest, respectful. We became very good friends. And... They did. They would come up and work during the growing season, the harvest season, and then go back to Mexico after the harvest season. Right. And they did this for about six years. And they did not want to stay here, did not want to bring their families here. They just wanted to get ahead in Mexico and buy a little something that they could keep their families well off, you uh-huh. know. And uh-huh. so my experience with them, they were hard working workers. Just the greatest people you would ever want to meet. And so I would have to say my experience with the the illegal farm workers was a very positive one. And not just on the farm that we ran, but on the other small farms around the valley I grew up in. And uh, something changed in the 80s. I don't know what. But they came the last time they came up and they did it for about six years. Uh-huh. They said it was getting too hard to go back and forth, so they probably wouldn't come back. Oh. And I, it's my belief that what happened was it became a multi-billion-dollar machine uh-huh. okay. with, with attorneys, lawyers, uh, judges, groups, charitable charitable organizations. It is, it's a money-making machine now, and I don't think it will ever 
go back. You can't stop it. There's too much money involved. Now, do you know how they made it back and forth over the, do you have any back idea? Then they just, uh, back then, it was like late 60s, early uh-huh. 70s. You didn't have the coyotes. You didn't have the drug cartels. You, uh-huh. uh, you know, they'd get in a trunk of a car and come across. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. they, it was very simple back in those days, yeah. Joe. And, and to hire an illegal back then was no big was not a big issue, you know. Mm-hmm. It was like not like it has become. And so back then, you just needed somebody that you could trust. They would they would do what you asked them to do, and they would do a hard day's work. And these three guys were just fantastic: Adberto, Humberto, and Roberto. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, Rob. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, you know that uh, interesting experience for sure. It was a very positive experience, Joe. I, I'd have to say that they were the greatest guys you could ever want to meet. They were nice, just awesome. Yes. All right. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate your call. Thank you, Joe. All right. Yeah, all right. Let's go to Eric in Ferndale. Hi, Eric. Hey, Joe. Um, I won't disagree with the previous caller. You know, lots of the illegal immigrants are great people. There's also some that are less than great. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't deserve to be in this country, and there should be rules to keep the good people out in or allow the good people in and the bad people out. I don't know why that's so difficult for some people to understand, but it seems to be the case. And you, you were talking with one of the other callers. they got several points. I've been thinking about this for a long time, but I don't have all my points to lay out here. But you were talking about... Um, one of the other callers was saying they were going to get free benefits and such for being in the country illegally. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, and and the voting thing too. And there was a, I don't think it passed, but in New York City, I think they were trying to make it so illegal illegals could vote. I don't think they that went through. But in Washington State, they have the Apple Health Plan. Mm-hmm. It, for the for low income people, uh-huh. and I'm looking at the the website right now, and it says in there that uh, alien emergency medical, so it's for individuals who do not meet citizenship or immigration status requirements. So that they're they can go to the ER and get health care and uh, probably not pay for it. I don't know. Maybe they put them on a well, payment plan or well, that, know, there but. there is the you know federal law that says that. The hospitals have to, and I believe it was issued under the uh, Reagan administration, and I, I fully agree with it, that hospitals need to treat, if someone comes to them injured or ill, that they are bound by law to, to treat them uh, regardless sure. of their ability to pay. And um, so that is, a, that is a thing. And regardless of someone's immigration status, I mean, they, they do get treated if they're, if they're sick or injured. Uh, but I don't believe they can carry Apple Health if they are if they if they can't show that they're a legal resident. You know what I mean? Uh, sign up Joe. in advance. Joe. Joe, I just read that to you. You can go to the ER right. and get uh-huh. emergency care if you don't have to prove any citizenship or anything. Right, right. And who pays for it? You know how it gets paid for? The insurance companies raise their rates, and who does that affect? Me and you and okay. everybody else. Pays okay. Taxes. All right. Well, and, I'll I'll accept that. That and we. So now one other another question. You okay. remember that Pennsylvania uh, escapee guy? Yeah. A couple weeks back. Uh huh. He was 
prison for murder. Uh-huh. Right? And the person he killed was a, uh, the daughter of somebody, maybe your age. And the reason he killed her was because she was going to report him to the authorities because he was in the elite country illegally from Brazil where he killed another person. So how would you feel, Joe, if that was your daughter, that that illegal alien okay. in the country At legally what? killed your daughter? Oh, for goodness sake, Eric. I mean, you know, I it wouldn't matter where the person is from. The person is an awful monster. I mean, it, immigration status has nothing to do with that when it comes down to it. I mean, I... Uh, 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 and, and uh, anyway, uh, I mean, we can have the conversation, but we don't need to personalize it in that way. Uh, it, and I understand what your your point, but uh, you know, the bottom line is that a person who does those awful things is an awful, awful monster, regardless of where they are and where they're from. I that's that, I guess that's my point. But uh, thanks, Eric. Let's go to Jim over in San Juan Island. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. Good afternoon. Yeah. So shall we increase the number of monsters we're letting into the country? No. Shall, I don't, shall we no, do that? I, mean, I don't know. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that shall at we, all. Shall we make it? I know, you, I know you're not, Joe, but you essentially are saying, you know, more is okay. I am not. I'm saying it's an issue we need to deal with, but nobody wants to deal with it because, it, and I'm not saying that Republicans are the only one that, ones that play this game, but it, you know, it, Having an issue to constantly point to as a negative in relation to uh, political opposition is it it works both ways. I mean, both parties do it. And this is an issue that Republicans have never really have never really worked at Trump. Trump. Yeah. Trump's rhetoric. And that's what. But he but he played on it. And and that angst, which is what what Republicans are playing on now, that angst over these invaders, these people who are coming yep. from other places to to ruin our nation, experience. and and what's that? I got a personal experience. You okay, said, you said you don't lose any sleep over it because you haven't had any personal experience. The other caller said uh, his <laughs> girlfriend got hit; she could have been killed. Okay, okay. My pers- my personal experience is when I came to this island twenty three years ago, I was an expert concrete finisher doing flat work and i thought okay i'm going to employ that here well after about five years i finally learned i was i was uh going uphill because there was a man here who uh hired illegal aliens to do concrete work he owned a concrete finishing company and i could not compete and uh he never got fined every now and then his guys would get deported then they'd go away, then they would just come back. I couldn't fight. I've probably lost thousands and thousands of dollars and suffered a whole lot of grief over illegal aliens. So I personally am affected. You may not lose any sleep over it because you don't realize what the repercussions are going to be two, ten years from now. Okay. And then maybe your sleep will be affected, but you know, well, you can't okay. just put your head in the sand on this one. Okay. So, uh, I mean, did you take any action against this guy or try to alert anyone that this is what he was doing? That, are you, you know and are you certain that he was doing this? On a small island and he's got friends and I'm a newcomer. Boy, when you were a newcomer here 20, 20 years, 23 years ago, you did not want to upset the apple cart and make enemies. No. Right, and, the fact well. that the gov- and the fact that the government would not do anything to him personally, says a whole lot. 
And well, now we've the seen raids. I don't know. We've in. seen raids here in our uh, in our community. Yeah, and, and, they, and they sure, of course, he got raided once. They caught his guys on a boat. There were about ten of them in a boat coming from a job, uh, a here, private well, boat on Orcas Island. Well, Jim, and they I all got a reported. Uh, okay, I'm running. I'm running out of time. In fact, I'm out of time. But we'll call me back tomorrow. We'll continue the conversation after we all have a good night's sleep. <laughs> we have a great rest of your Wednesday.